Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Roundtable, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we're discussing Simon Birch. This movie came out when I was a kid, and it was one of my favorite movies when I was growing up, probably from the age of 8 to, I'm thinking 7 to 8, which is kind of weird, but anyway, and I really enjoyed this movie. Now, when I got to be nine, for some reason, I don't know why, my parents decided that this movie was no longer appropriate for me, and so I couldn't watch it. And I honestly have not watched this movie since that time period. And I was actually going through my DVD collection here this last week, before the holidays, going, what would be good holiday movies to watch? And you know, I watched The Usual, I watched Where You Were Sleeping, I watched Wreck the Halls, I watched Eloise at Christmas. And I was going through, I went, Simon Birch had a hilarious nativity scene. And I thought, I'm going to watch that on Christmas Day. So Christmas Day night, I decided to watch that film. And I really, really enjoyed this film. And I realized yet again why I liked it as a child. And this film is not really a kid film, not because it's not appropriate, simply because it's not something that most kids would probably enjoy watching. I was a little odd that way. But it basically is the story of a young kid named Joe who is the child of a woman who got pregnant with him when she was in her final year of high school after coming back home from going to a city on a train. And Joe is constantly berated because he doesn't know who his father was and his mother never got married. And Joe's best friend is this other kid whose name is Simon Bor D Simon Birch, who suffers from dwarfism. He was the smallest baby born in the hospital, and he has an undersized heart for his body. And Simon and him just constantly tag along together. They're both the misfits of the community. And the thing that's funny is watching this as I'm older, and actually after having spent about a year, a little, yeah, I think, yeah, almost a year in Maine, maybe a little longer, actually. I have to go back and check. Watching the show after being in Maine myself, I was like, this is so Maine. I mean, the people who are depicted, the steadfastness of the people as well. And also the buildings, etc. Everything was just like I remember when I was in Maine. It was kind of freaky. It's kind of like watching Once Upon a Time after you've lived in Maine. And you're like, wow, whoever wrote this really did at one point come and spend a great deal of time in Maine. But anyway, so this episode, or not this episode, this movie is basically about these two misfits who are trying to, you know, go through life, go through school, go through church, because the church does not like um, Simon Birch, because he asks good questions. He says, you know, do we really need to spend our time at bake sales when, you know, there are more important things out there in the universe to do? Basically, he's the one that sits there and goes, there are more important things than we are doing right now. We're stuck in mediocrity. Is this really where we want to be? And I really enjoy that aspect of this movie. Now, this movie progresses and Simon gets into trouble because he is always baby Jesus. And I'm going, you know, you really shouldn't put a 12-year-old boy in a manger, even if he is um, small enough to fit in there, and have a 12-year-old to 14-year-old girl leaning over him. I mean, that's just the recipe for disaster. And I don't mean it where I'm going, you know, not that that excuses Simon Birch's behavior in the nativity, but I'm simply saying that shouldn't have even been a possibility. And that whole nativity thing was an absolute disaster. I remember watching it as a kid going, this is absolutely crazy because the turtle doves with the turtle heads, I mean, 
turtle doves are not turtles. So why are we? Yeah. And anyway, so anyway, the story progresses to where Simon is again thrown out of the church, basically. Also, during this time, Simon accidentally kills Joe's mom when she gets hit by an errant ball that he managed to hit with the bat during a baseball game and she dies upon impact completely freak freak accident um joe's mom was dating this guy who was a really cool person it's played by oliver platt and i really like his character i think that's one of the reasons as a kid i liked this show and gravitated toward this i tended to like stories about families who weren't the typical families families who came together because of different circumstances. I think it's because of my own past and my present, as well as, you know, that was just something that always interested me. How do we build connections? And how do we do that within, you know, difficult circumstances? And in the end of the story, you find out that Joe's mom had him with the minister of the town who wouldn't own up to the fact that he was the father of Joe. Instead, he let her take all the blame for that. And he ended up moving to town with his wife and two daughters and living a rather miserable life because he wouldn't admit to what he had done. I think it's very poignant at the end of the show when he does finally tell Joe that he is his dad and he's talking to Oliver Platt's character. And he says, you know, it just never should have happened. And Oliver Platt's character is looking at him going, you know, the thing is, it's not about if it shouldn't have happened or should have happened. What this is about right now is the fact that you have an awesome kid named Joe. This isn't about whether you should have gotten an 18-year-old pregnant when you were coming to try out for the church here. This is about you having an amazing son and not looking at that son going, this is an example of what never should have happened, but looking at that son and being grateful that he is here. And I think that's one of the reasons as a kid, I really liked Oliver Platt's character in this in this movie. And I still do after watching it again. Um, in the end of the story, Simon Birch dies because he goes to save all these kids who are in a bus because the driver of the bus, the minister, um, the driver bailed, the minister got knocked out. And so Joe and Simon have to get all these children who are like third graders out of this bus, about 13 children in the snow, in Maine, in the icy water, as the bus is going down into the icy water. And one of the things throughout the show is Simon is constantly telling everyone that he's a miracle, number one, because he wasn't supposed to live, and number two, that God had a mission for him. And Simon knows that his time on planet Earth is going to be short, simply because he doesn't have a heart that behaves normally. And he's like, when he goes and saves those kids, he's like, this is my hero moment. This is what I was supposed to do while I'm here on the planet. I couldn't, no one else could fit through these windows to help get these kids out. And the kids wouldn't listen to anyone like they would listen to Simon. And that is one of the things that I think makes this story interesting is because Simon's sitting there as he's getting ready to pass away because he did, you know, it did overtax his heart and he knows he's going, he's going, you know, I got to be a hero. I got to do what I was supposed to do on the planet. And he basically just is grateful that he got done what he was supposed to do. Now, is that the kind of life that we all want? No, I'm going, you know, most of us, I'm going, it wasn't, you know, ideal that the kid dies when he's 12. No, that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is to look back on life and to be grateful that you had the opportunity to accomplish what you were set here to do, what your destiny was to fulfill, if you will. I love how at the end of this story, Joe is adopted 
by his mom's boyfriend, who is the class, the town drama teacher at school. And that guy, when Joe's grandmother passes away and pretty much there's no one else to take care of him, and the minister, of course, isn't going to do that. So that guy looked at Joe and he was like, I like Joe. Joe is awesome. I am going to adopt Joe. And this was back in like the 60s when single parent adoption would not have been normal. Um, he could have adopted her, whereas a woman probably couldn't have adopted at this point. But I love that aspect of the story. And I had completely forgotten most of the story because, again, the last time I watched this show was probably when I was about eight and a half. I watched it constantly from like the time I was seven to nine. It was one of my favorite shows. And I think the main reason is it really is an interesting story. It really does have really good themes throughout. Now, the language in the show is not idyllic. Okay, I'll be the first to admit. And also the scene of the nativity, I'm like, really, Simon, did you have to do that? No, you didn't. And you know, it is funny because Simon's sitting there, he's going, you know, Basically, hormones make us all stupid when he's asked why he did what he did. And he's like, you know, I can't tell you except I was being an idiot because, yeah. And I think that is the thing about the show. It's like it doesn't show people in their best selves, whether you're talking about the reverend, whether you're talking about the church leagues, whether you're talking about, you know, the price of eggs. But it does show how even though people might not be doing their best, how do we react to it? Like for Simon, he reacted and went, I'm going to end up doing what I need to do. I'm going to finish what I came here to do. Does that mean I'm always going to do the right thing or behave in the right manner? Uh, no, didn't mean that. But it did mean that he got done what he was sent here to do. And, you know, we all get sidewinded by stuff. I mean, it's not like we all have a perfectly straight path and do the right thing at all the time. Some of us try, some of us don't. But, you know, in between in the middle... I'm sorry, I had a little issue with the recorder there for a moment. But basically, you know... Simon is a perfect example of someone who, yeah, did he always do the right thing? No. But did he try really hard? Yeah. Did he finish what he came here to do? Yep. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think that's what makes the story quite interesting and also very poignant. And I would give this show a 10 out of 10. It's one of the few American shows I'm going, yep, it really did capture everything. And, you know, I'm even, I've always never been a fan of Jim Carrey. I mean, he's just not my favorite actor. I think it's because the show The Mask terrified me when I was a kid growing up. I don't know why it came out in the 90s, but it just really freaked me out. And ever since then, whenever I see Jim Carrey, it's like, I don't really like this actor simply because of that. But, you know, I like him in this show. I think he also did a great job in the Majestic movie, which some people might be familiar with. It was also from the 90s, I think, late 90s, about the 1940s and coming back from World War II. And so those two films, I do have to say, he did a really good job in. And a lot of people love Jim Carrey. It's just when you grow up with the mask, which terrified you as a child, it really does put a dent in that. And with that, Anna out. Check it at the round table. Bye.